0: Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindall. Good morning, West Georgia. Welcome into the Morning Five podcast. Today is Tuesday, January 17th. I hope everybody enjoyed their long holiday weekend. We are back. And as always, today's podcast, it's brought to you By
1: the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers, with offices in Carrollton and Bremen, personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between.
0: Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Billy, today is National Bootleggers Day. It's a good day for for you. It's
1: a good day. I, for I know. You. I like that.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, bootlegging—that's how NASCAR was invented.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. So,
0: I, I know Matt's a big fan of this because if, without bootleggers, Matt wouldn't have a job. That's true. Yeah, Bootleggers Day. That's uh, that's pretty cool. Rye whiskey. You know, bootlegging became big. Uh, back in the 1800s, back around uh, when Coach Jetmore had his heyday, um, you know, I, I don't know if he was ever a bootlegger, but that you know, Jetmore has some interesting, interesting stories about his past. It would not surprise me if he somehow got tied up into a bootlegging scheme at
1: one point in his life. You know, he did canoe down the Mississippi. So he did. Um, that may I, I wouldn't be surprised if he had some bootlegging days too. <laughs>
0: Hey, we love you, Jed, if you're listening. And uh, he listens every now and then, he told me, which was pretty cool. Uh, saw him over the weekend. He's doing great. Uh, looked good, man. He looked really good this weekend. Yeah, he does. Uh, we, we both saw him what, Friday night, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, he looked he looked fantastic. Uh, today is also National Hot Buttered Rum Day.
1: Yeah, I'm going to pass.
0: So Hot Buttered Rum is a mixed drink containing rum, butter, hot water, or cider. Uh, a little bit of sweetener and spices such as cinnamon, nutmeg, and cloves. Uh, no, thank you. This does not sound up my alley.
1: Look, I love me some rum. Um, I, I just can't do butter and rum. Like, mm-mm.
0: And I don't, I don't think I want it hot. You know, I don't no. like. I, I don't know. I not a rum. Yeah, not a big fan of that, dude. That doesn't, that doesn't sound. I would try it just to say I've tried it, but um, I'm not going to go out of my way to drink this. It almost sounds like what I would expect a butter beer to taste from Harry Potter Land. You know? <laughs> uh, minus the rum, obviously, but that's what I expect a butter beer yeah. to taste like. Uh, Billy, over the weekend, the Hawks, they went perfect. They went 3-0, won Friday At night. Oh. Um, yeah, 3-0. and Perfect. Perfect. They, they won Friday night on the road versus the Pacers, and then on a back-to-back road game, they beat the Pacers in Indiana on Friday, flew to Toronto, beat the Raptors, and then came home and won on MLK Day uh, against the Heat this weekend. It's the first time we've won in Toronto in a long time. Uh, we have a great record at home on MLK Day, uh, but but back-to-back road wins, man, that's that's impressive. That's really impressive for a de- depleted Hawks team on the second end of that back-to-back.
1: Okay, the way that they won the Pacers game was huge. Um, on the tip and, end. Yeah, on, on the tip end. And then uh, basically dominating the Raptors. Um, was even better on the back-to-back. So I'd I like to see that, considering that when you go back-to-back, typically you think your legs are going to be, you know, weak or, you know, tired. Bingo. Yep. And the fact that the, the Hawks came out, they looked fresh. Um, I watched the very, probably the first four minutes of, of that Hawks-Raptors game. And I was really impressed with how they, I mean, they came out, they like storming out of the gate and they looked fantastic so it's exactly what what you needed to see and it it all starts right now it all starts with dj and dj has been doing fabulous things for for the hawks so he
0: he's been playing great and you know back to that pacers game on friday uh, hawks won 113 to 111 Trey with 26 hunter with 25 Okongwu and DJ combined for 36, 28, and 10. <laughs> I mean, that's amazing. It, it, you look at that. So Trey with 26, Hunter with 25. OO and DJ combined for 36, 28, and 10. And then JC had the tip in. I think the storyline of all three of these games is all five of our starters contributing in a massive way.
1: Yeah, and that's exactly what you need. But you also need this bench scoring because the, we've talked about this before. The Bench is probably one of our weakest assets of, of the Hawks. When we have all of our starters back, which we finally got CC back last night, yes, sir. When we get all of our starters back, the depth of our bench gets so much deeper, which is exactly what the Hawks need and exactly what Landry Fields and Travis Slank originally built with this team. So hopefully, now moving forward, we're gonna, we're about to see what these what these Atlanta Hawks are supposed to be about.
0: And you talked about that Raptors game from Saturday night. We win 114-103. to 103. DJ, like you said, he's the spark plug right now. 27 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists. Trey added in 29 points, 9 assists. Uh, 1 assist and 1 point away from a 30-10 night. And once again, the rest of the starting lineup. OO, JC, and Hunter combined for 32 points and 21 rebounds. Great production out of the starting 5. And uh, that's the first win we've had in Toronto in... I, I don't know how long, but it has been... It has been years. Like I want to say it's been over 10 years since we won up in Toronto.
1: Yeah, it's been a minute since we won in Toronto, and it was a good win, too. I mean, I, I, like I said, it was a dominating win. Uh, I don't think the Hawks really – it wasn't in doubt at all for the Hawks, so that was awesome.
0: Yeah, it got it got a little scary there in the fourth, the foul discrepancy, and I listened to the second half on the way home from Heard County Saturday night. Uh, and Steve Holman, dude, he the the best in the business. Just absolutely fantastic. Uh, I love his voice. I love how he calls a basketball game. Uh, the foul discrepancy in the second half was absurd. Uh, Toronto shot like 15 free throws in the second half, and I think up until the three-minute mark in the fourth quarter, the Hawks had none. They had no free throws yeah. in the fourth quarter. Um, so that was a little weird. And then, and then yesterday on MLK Day, Hawks 121, they beat the Heat to 113. DeJounte Murray once again, 28 points, seven assists, four rebounds. I mean, that's like uh that's the Oscar Robinson special right there. Get a couple more rebounds and you're looking at a, almost a trip dub. Trey with twenty four points, eight assists, JC and Hunter combined for twenty nine points, five assists, eight rebounds. CC was back. Uh looked looked a little rusty, but looked healthy. So that was good.
1: Yeah. And, you know, finally soon, soon happened. You know what I mean? Um <laughs> Yeah, we've been <laughs> talking about that forever. <laughs> Uh, so it was it was good to see him, and he, like you said, he did look he looked okay, um, a little bit rusty, but it's been been what a month and a half since he played at least, yeah, oh so, yeah. And it was it was good to see
0: Bogey back yesterday too because he was out uh, for that Toronto game with a left quad injury, and I was a little little scared that we were going to lose him for some time.
1: Yeah. So the Hawks Hawks looked fantastic, and and hopefully they'll continue their winning ways. Ah, uh, they they've got the Mavs on Wednesday, so,
0: and I believe that is another nationally televised
1: game on on Wednesday tomorrow. Yeah, so that would be yeah. that'd be good. So Luca versus Bray on Wednesday.
0: Yeah, that'll be a battle for the rest of their careers, essentially. Um, uh, we all we all kind of read the Hawks front office and terminal AJC article that came out this weekend. We'll talk about it tomorrow. We don't have enough time to get into it today. Uh, I have a lot of thoughts on it. Uh, so we'll we'll get into that tomorrow though a little little tease for y'all for tomorrow's TM five we'll we'll look into that article and sort of the vibe around the team it, it's nice that we can talk about this while they're on a three game win streak um, but uh, but yeah we'll get into that tomorrow Billy this past weekend we also had super wild card weekend in the NFL did any of these games surprise you
1: all of them. <laughs> <laughs> what a weekend, dude! Dude, it it this weekend was insane. And if you're the NFL, you're loving every single second of it because this is the first this is the first year of the expanded playoffs, right? So that they're like, okay, we did it right because I think all but maybe three games were were tight or close. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and honestly, you know, you talk about the 49ers and Seahawks. That wasn't as close. 49ers beat games. Seahawks 41 to 41 to 23. Yeah. I think it was only two really
1: Niners on oh, the Cowboys. Me. That was, that was it. Those were the only two games that were anywhere close to being, um, you know, blowouts. The other ones were just, oh, I'm so good. So yeah. Good. So
0: the 49ers beat the Seahawks 41 to 23 jags were down by 27 billy 27 to nothing and, and, and somebody somebody switched justin herbert at halftime for matt ryan out there in la uh dude uh trevor lawrence looked amazing in that second half he did jags won 31 to 30 uh and i i feel awful for that person who put a 1.4 million dollar bet down on the chargers To win the game when they were up twenty-seven to nothing, that would have only netted him eleven thousand dollars.
1: So, why
0: make that bet? I don't know. Why make why make a one point four million dollar bet?
1: Why do we make bets we made this weekend? Because I well, well, (laughs) that's
0: because we're idiots, Billy. But we don't have one point four. If I have one point four million dollars to burn, I wouldn't be betting it on a the Chargers team twenty up twenty-seven to nothing.
1: Oh, um, I don't know if I'm going to ma- only make 11000 No.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Risk-reward, dude. That guy has no idea how to bet. We do. Not really. Uh, the Bills beat the Dolphins 34-31 <laughs> to 31 in a game that I listened to on the radio on the way home uh, in what was an absolute thrilling game. Bills go up big, early. Dolphins battle back, take the lead. Uh, and then it's back and forth, back and forth until the final whistle blows. Mike McDaniel, I think, showed a little bit of his rookie head coaching chops. Uh, made some Made some big mistakes, ran out of timeouts, I believe, with like nine minutes left in the game. Uh, and but I mean, to lose, to lose to lose by two, three without Tua,
1: pretty good. Two also moments like I think three minutes left to go in the fourth and two, and you try passing the ball. Like
0: yeah, was that was that on his own? Was that the one where he's on like his own one yard? Line? No, no 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 no. I'm uh,
1: thinking of the third and long. Oh uh, yeah. Um, fourth and two. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember. I think it was like the somewhere in the thirties or forties and they they decided to pass the ball so
0: yeah it was it was weird and then mike mcdaniel making uh skylar thompson it was like third and 13 i think from his own like two yard line making him throw that ball like just run the ball and punt it he, skylar thompson threw the ball and it was intercepted by bit the bills and they had a short field uh so that was odd and then giants beat the vikings 31 to 24 you know i i said Dayball ball was a really good Offensive play caller, I didn't... I thought he was going to lose this game. I thought they were going to fire Dayball, and he was going to go somewhere to be OC. Uh, but they beat Kirk Cousins, Jeff Justin Jefferson, and the Vikings, and the Giants are moving on. Don't look now, but three... All three of the teams from the NFC East that made it into the playoffs are all on to the second round. So three of the remaining four teams in the NFC playoffs are all from one division.
1: That's that's nuts. It's absurd. It's... Like, uh, you know, we're talking three of the... Three of the final four in the NFC? Yeah, in the yeah
0: NFC. three of the final four.
1: All from the East. That's, that's just stupid.
0: That's nuts, man. Uh, and, and Bengals beat the Ravens 24-17 to 17 in what was... I, I have to say, in my opinion, this was my favorite game of the weekend. I, I know the Jags and Chargers game was big, but I wasn't as juiced for that as I was Bengals-Ravens. Uh, Sam Hubbard coming up with a 98-yard fumble return touchdown. That was that was huge for the Bengals. It it changed their winning percentage from like thirty four to eighty two or something like that, Billy. I mean it was a it was a huge flip. Maybe a block in the back there on the ten yard line. Who knows? Whatever. Probably wouldn't gonna catch him anyways. Um, and you know, Clay Harden and his and his whole family went up to Bengal Land and, and watched this game. That was pretty awesome seeing the photos from from that game. Yeah,
1: and and let's let's not forget too, man. This this game was not meant to be that close. <laughs>
0: No, no, not with Tyler Huntley starting for the Ravens. Absolutely no, not.
1: No, it, it was not meant to be this close. And the Bengals continue to pull it out. And we still have the possibility for uh, Kansas City versus uh, Buffalo in the AFC Championship here in Atlanta. So that's something to look forward to. And, you know,
0: Billy, I think we hit the nail on the head when we said, you know, one of the three AFC teams is going to win the Super Bowl. Well, two of the, three, two, two, of the two that played this weekend... One in advance now you know i think we have all three of our favorites on to the uh what's what's this round called do you remember this
1: uh divisional round
0: divisional round thank you thank you uh and then last night in the uh in the finale cowboys beat the but oh hold on brett mauer just missed another extra point oh <laughs> 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 uh, Peyton Manning said at halftime last night he was like can you cut someone at halftime uh, I don't I don't blame him dude he missed four extra points last night
1: how is that even possible how? how do you miss that many extra points
0: I I don't know um you know going into the facility tomorrow morning or to this morning he's probably gonna earn the nickname Noah Ruggles I mean that was that was bad it was really, really bad too soon uh yeah I know. So uh so the Cowboys the Cowboys move on. Uh they beat they finally get a win over Tom Brady. It's the first time Tom Brady's ever lost to the Cowboys. First road win the Cowboys have had in the playoffs since I think 1993. Right. So they, they shake up our... Yeah.
1: Is that the last time we see Tom Brady is in a football uniform. No. Okay. It is
0: the last time we see him in a Bucks uniform though. Okay. Yep. In my opinion. That's my opinion. Uh, so that that'll be the, the matchups this weekend look like this. Jaguars travel to the Chiefs, Giants at Eagles, that's a divisional matchup. Oh. Cowboys at 49ers, that's a that's a rivalry right there. It's oh. older than you oh. and I, Billy.
1: I can't wait to watch that one.
0: I mean, I mean all of these. I am super stoked for all of these. And then the final game or excuse me the the starter, what starts you on Sunday? Bengals at Bills.
1: Jeez, man.
0: so i mean i mean saturday you get jags at chiefs at 4 30 i'm stoked for that to see what trevor lawrence has if they can take on the the mighty vaunted chiefs uh and then sort of the giants who nobody expected to be there taking on probably the best team in the afc and the eagles at 8 15 on saturday night and then sunday it starts right back at 3 p.m Bengals at bills i am so stoked for that game and then 6 30 cowboys at 49ers like i said a rivalry that's older than both you and i Yeah, you're right. So, yep. I'm I'm stoked for the divisional round in the NFL. Um, Billy, one, one topic that I heard on Sports Talk Radio this weekend that kind of piqued my interest, I thought it'd be interesting for you and I to talk about, what son has surpassed their superstar father in sports? They were talking about this. Um, you know, it's really hard to, to play sports. They were talking about LeBron and his son and everything and how big of a shadow he cast. And they were also talking about Lisa Marie Presley being the daughter of Elvis Presley, and how big of a shadow he cast over his daughter, and they started getting on the topic of what son has surpassed their superstar father in sports, and, and I could only come up with three, and all three of these have caveats. So the first one I came up with Billy was Steph Curry. Now, no uh, doubt he has passed his father Dell Curry yeah. in in talent, but was Dell a superstar?
1: No, I don't. Think so. I, I, that, that's what I was thinking too. In in all three of these like the thing in two of them I don't think their fathers were superstars um, yeah. one of them I think was a superstar and I don't think the son surpassed him um, I think he did well but I don't think he surpassed him um, uh, but we'll get to that but
0: yeah yeah and no, I, no, I have the only I have one one scenario is the only reason I think he passed him yeah,
1: but but um, yeah I mean it's, it's tough. Steph has absolutely surpassed Del um, he's done He's he's a you know a world champion he has i mean he he's got a three-point uh record does he not
0: oh yeah uh, yeah pretty, pretty much every record in the book that is or associated with three points i think steph has
1: so uh, he's he's just doing what he he's supposed to be doing and he he came from davidson guys yeah
0: yeah and, he's, and he's about five he's about five four Dear he's lord
1: he's, he's not that sure
0: yeah, I think I think it's Dell. I don't think Dell was ever a superstar. No. Um and, and the next one I came up with was King Griffey Jr. He he definitely surpassed his father in in my eyes, but once again, w- was Ken Griffey ever a superstar?
1: Uh, I wouldn't say superstar. No. Um
0: I think he was right on that line.
1: He was I'll say this. Griffey Griffey Sr. in Seattle was close to being a superstar in Seattle.
0: Solid player. there's a
1: difference between being a superstar in the city that you play in and being a superstar oh, or in major league baseball or in, in the country.
0: You know what I mean? That's a that that is a good, good yeah,
1: yeah. I, I am yeah. So I think That's I think he he was a superstar in Seattle, but his his son quickly surpassed him. Um and the thing that the video that i keep going back to with with those two is is junior undercutting him on a fly ball and just watching uh, senior's face it's it's the greatest video between a father and son it looks like he's about to beat the ever living piss out of him
0: i thought he was going to kill i <laughs> thought he was going to kill junior i didn't see that live you know obviously i saw that after the fact yeah. and i was like i was like i know what i would do to my son yeah. if that happened <laughs> i'm like senior is about to go into the locker room and just berate that young man in front of everybody on the entire yep. roster. It, it, yeah, that was that was one of the that's one of the greatest little sports clips I think in in sport history. Um, and Billy, something I just saw real quick. If you are interested in going to the Cowboys Forty Nine ers game out in San Francisco to get into the game to sit in the nosebleeds, it's going to run you four oh seven. That's that's okay. I understand. To walk to walk in the building four oh seven. Uh, and then what sons surpassed their superstar father? The last one I came up with was Robbie Knievel surpassing Evil Knievel. Robbie Knievel passing away this weekend at the age of 63 due to pancreatic cancer. Uh, that hit me hard, dude. I, I really loved Robbie Knievel when I was a younger kid. Um, did he did he pass Evil, oh. you think?
1: No. I, I don't think he passed him. Evil is still iconic. Um, I don't think when you when you talk about the Knievel family, you, you immediately think of Evil. You don't think of Robbie no, that's the yeah. that for me is the quantitative uh choice. If if when you think of you know superstar fathers and sons and whatever, superstar members of the family, when you think of the name, if you're thinking of one of the two, that's when you know that they haven't surpassed them. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah.
0: The only thing, the one the one thing that made me put put this name on the list though was Robbie did something that Evil never did. Evil never completed the Caesar's Fountain jump. Oh, well, he completed it, but he didn't land it. Uh, broke just about every single bone in his body after he landed it. Robbie completed that. He, he jumped over the Caesar's Fountain. So that was that was the only thing that I put on there that I think, you know. Maybe Robbie would have passed him, but you're right. You think of Knievel, you don't Robbie's not the first name that pops up. Hell, I even misspelled Robbie's name on our sheet. And I wouldn't do that with Evil Knievel, because I've seen his name six million, you know, can everywhere. You, can you imagine um,
1: what Evil Knievel could have done with like modern technology and modern motorcycles?
0: That was another thing that made me think is all the modern stuff that we have <laughs> now, what could Evil Knievel have done and, and what could you know, what fun stuff could we have seen Evil Knievel do? Um. So yeah, I, I think I think Steph Steph passed Dell, Griffey passed his dad, but I don't I don't think Griffey Senior or, or Dell were superstars, and I, yeah, Robbie Knievel I think is still still a rung below his dad. Both of them uh, entertained me immensely though when I was a little kid.
1: All right, so let's get to the Marine South scoreboard. We have a ton from the weekend since we had to. The-
0: yeah, you take uh, you take Friday and I'll take Saturday. We'll break this bad All boy right, up uh,
1: on Friday. Girls basketball: Bowden at Green Forest Christian. We don't have a score for Central beat Southwest Whitfield forty-one to nineteen. Way to go, girls! Brandon County uh, at Harrison County. We don't have a score. Billerica beat Midtown sixty to forty-seven. Beautiful. Freeman beat a Daresville in a game that you got to see on Friday night. Uh, 37 to 29 girls continue to play really good freaking basketball like the Bremen girls really, really that girls bremen team looks yeah. really good uh, Carrollton fell to campbell 44 to 37 that's a tough loss in region for them boys basketball bowden at green forest christian don't have a score Carrollton fell to campbell 63 to 57 you know getting swept by campbell sucks for Carrollton, and i hate it for them that that just absolutely sucks Central Fell to Southwest Whitfield uh, on the boys' side, 61 to 57. We do not have a score for Fanning County at Harrelson County, uh, or Mount Zion at muhammad or Midtown at America. I
0: thought I I thought I wrote down that uh Mount Zion score. Hold on, give me one second. I believe Mount Zion won. I thought I saw that on Facebook. Uh I think Mount Zion won. It's not other max preps, but I think Mount Zion won. Um, and then, and then the Villarica Midtown game. Yeah, uh, Villarica boys fell to Midtown. Sorry, I don't. know. I've missed that on our sheet. Um, but I think Mount I think Mount Zion beat Muhammad, and uh, Villarica fell to Midtown sixty to forty
1: four. Okay. Um, and then Bremen boys fell to Daresville fifty six to forty three, um, in a game that uh, was honestly fifty six to forty three is a lot closer than. What it looked like early on, um I, I watched probably the first quarter and a half before I had to take my my youngin home, and uh, the way that it was looking was not good for for Bremen and the fact that they fought they fought and clawed back. I'm I'm impressed.
0: I the, the Bremen boys are a scrappy bunch. I mean they are a scrappy scrappy bunch. That um Bo Bolton I believe yeah, is his name. Senior. He's like a seven foot three hundred pound hey, monster.
1: He's big um. Uh, yeah, yeah he's, a, he's a big boy. In girls wrestling, wrestling Carrollton beats Lumpkin 66-12 to 12, and will take on Woodward in the quarterfinals on the 20th in Buford. So, congratulations. Let's girls go. Over in Carrollton. Go for Saturday. Hell
0: yeah. Uh, all right. Saturday in girls basketball praise academy at Harrelson County. We don't have a score. Uh, Bremen beats Temple 52-48. to 48. Billy, that's a game that you got what to go watch and see, and you said that was one of the best games you've seen all oh year. Oh, god.
1: God. <laughs> uh, Mary House versus um, McKenna Nix. Holy crap, dude. What a freaking game. McKenna had 30. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't surprise she me had at all. 30, and she looked damn good doing it.
0: And I get to see McKenna Nix versus Jaden Boykin and Jasmine oh, Owens tonight awesome. in her county. I can't
1: wait for that. And it's a region game. Oh, my God. It is. I, yeah. I
0: do I I had this I had so I had uh I had the new Manchester versus Herd County game circled on my calendar when it first started and I had this game, Herd County versus Temple tonight. I had that game circled on my calendar. It.
1: It's 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 a fun Temple's a really fun team to watch. And if you watch them in warm ups, they are really good shooters. Like really good shooters. And if, if they wait. can get uncontested shots, they're gonna be deadly so i can't wait to watch I already here but-
0: i'm excited i already already have stuff brewing in my mind for tonight i'm excited uh villarica beat central 54 oh, to 33 herd county beat calloway 42 to 33 and Carrollton fell to mount perrin 58
1: to 38 all the calloway On girls the- uh look county, uh yep.
0: they look they look good for a time i think i think herd county honestly in my opinion was just better coached um, I think Callaway had athletes, and they had the ability to beat Hurd County. But um, now Hurd County's girls basketball coaches—slipped my mind. What's her name? I'm I'm drawing oh. a complete blank. My brain is not awake oh, yet. either. <laughs> um, but they did they did a good job at halftime of, of changing some of the stuff that Callaway was doing. Uh, they pressed a little bit more. Uh, very impressed with the coaching changes at halftime from Hurd County. That's that's what got them this win. And the second half was essentially. A no contest. Herd County destroyed them. Um on the on the boys side, Praise Academy at Harrelson County, we don't have a score. Mount Zion fell to Pepperl, fifty-seven to fifty-six. Bremen fell to Temple, 67 to 29. Villarica fell to Central, 55 to 47. Herd County beat Callaway 50 to 41 in what was probably the most complete game I've seen the Herd County boys play all season. Awesome. It was it was fantastic. And that's good to see before they get into region play. Which
1: begins tonight. And you've got...
0: Oh, bingo. Yep. Uh, and Carrollton beat Mays 62-49. to 49. I forgot to put the uh, University of West Georgia scores on here. Let me pull those up real quick. I had so much to do this morning with us being off yesterday. It was hard to get... A, hard to remember. Uh, the boys beat Monteveo, UW beat Monteveo 92-83. to 83, So that team just keeps... On winning, and the girls fell to Monteveillo 57 to 50 over the weekend for your UW update and boys wrestling. Temple beat Swainsboro 57 to 21 and then beat Armucci Armuche 38 to 26. They will take on Mount Pisca in the quarterfinals on the 21st at Tryon High School. Mount Zion fell to East Lorenz 51 to 21. Hurd County beat Dublin 42 to 36, then fell to Tryon 60 to 24. Carroll County beat Southwest fifty-eight to twenty-four, then fell to Landmark forty-nine to twenty-seven. Bremen beat Lumpkin forty-one to thirty-three, and will uh, take on Ringgold in the quarterfinals on the twenty-first in Stevens County. Central beat Burke County sixty to twenty-four, and then absolutely demolished Cairo seventy-one to nine, and will take on Troop in the quarterfinals on the twenty-first. Wait, 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 wait. Love wait.
1: it. Okay. Before Before move on, yes. I got a text from Steve Walker about that. The line. Oh, hit it. The line win over Burke County was the closer of the two, considering the other teams didn't have a full roster. There were 13 pins total, nine for Central and one forfeit for 60 points, four for Burke County for 24 points. So nice. Got a love update from other people.
0: I love it. Dude, Steve Walker, Steve Walker is our wrestling stringer. Uh, he provides us with so much wrestling news. It's awesome. Uh, Villa Rica beat Eagles Landing 45-27 to and then fell to Eastside 40-37. to And Carrollton beat Osborne 72-12 to and then fell to Mill Creek 45-23. to
1: All right, let's get to the stuff of games and events calendar for tonight. Uh, in girls basketball, Green Forest at Mount Zion at 6, Cedartown at Central at 6. Most of these are all going to be region games, so th- these games matter at this point.
0: It, we're talking
1: the, these games are the uh the preseason's over, right? <laughs> Temple at
0: Temple yeah, at Herb right. County,
1: which you can hear on hometown sports media later tonight with Bryce on the call at six o'clock. Ahullah Creek at Bremen at five thirty, uh Villarica at Mays at six, and then North Murray at Harrelson County at six. In Boys basketball, and I said Stumpy Games and events calendar, didn't I? Um, it's
0: That was my bad. Yeah, I forgot that's, to change it this that's morning. On me.
1: Uh, Smith's Floor Covering Games and Events Calendar. I, our, our appreciation to Lanny Smith and, and everybody over at Smith's Floor Coverings. Um, Boys Basketball Southwest Atlanta Christian is at Bowden. Town is at Central at 7.30. Green Forest at Mount Zion at 7.30. Temple at Hurd County, 7.30. Kohola Creek at Bremen at 7.00 at Mays at 30 and North Murray at harrelson County at 30 That is your Smith's Four covering's games and events calendar.
0: Let's go. All right, Billy, you ready for another well, cup of coffee one. this morning, man? I have
1: not happened. Yet. Let's
0: yeah. hit let, let, let's hit it up. Another cup of coffee brought to you by Hannah Hannah Strong with Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. Give her a call if you want to buy or sell your house on the west side. Locks of the week last week, Billy, we did terrible. I went one and two. You went oh and three. We used up all of the goodwill we had in the first week of the season. We went five and one in the first week. We went one and five this past week. So we've thrown so, 500. Um,
1: we're, we're three and three.
0: Yeah. Hey, that that's why Vegas is what Vegas is. It's because chumps like us do what we do. On TM5's Daily Fantasy League on Friday, Julius Randle with three. Buddy Healed with two. Steph Curry with zero. I believe that was... You had Julius Randle and I came yep. in second. Uh, on Sunday, who had Kirk Cousins? That was was that, Pete, that you or was
1: that I had Burrow. Spieth. You had Speed. Right.
0: How did Speed do on Spieth Sunday? Didn't, didn't do anything
1: see. on Sunday because he missed the play. Good <laughs> call, right?
0: Speed was back in his house watching the NFL playoffs. The funny thing
1: is, man, he was still minus one going into the weekend. And he, he was just... He had a five over on Friday... And ended up missing
0: the cut. Dude, he played terrible on Friday. He played. All, he was. He was in third place after Thursday on,
1: <laughs> on Friday or on Thursday, Friday, Friday, <laughs> Friday on the Friday podcast. You were hitting him up. Like, he's going to he's in first place. He's going to. That's what I want. And I was like, OK, <laughs> he played terrible. He played awful on Friday.
0: Uh, and then last night, Monday, I took Dak. He had three points for me. Billy took Micah Parsons. He had to play great. He really influenced that game a ton. And Pete took Tom Brady, we and Tom Brady in
1: came in last. Where are we sitting at the standings what? in that?
0: Uh, right now, the standings, Billy, you are on first with 25, and Pete and myself are tied in second and third with 20. So you now have a you Ooh. have a five-point lead. So no matter what happens tonight, you will be in the lead Ooh. tomorrow morning. Ooh, I like that. There you go. Yeah, about halfway, a little over halfway through, hey, the, and uh, through the month. Hey, you want to do the funny
1: thing? I'll, I'll, um, I'll let you in on a little secret. Gavin picked yeah? my pick last night. <laughs> oh, I like it. Yeah. That. That's a good
0: pick. That's a very good pick. Uh, Dare, like we said, the aforementioned Daredevil, Robbie Knievel, son of Evil Knievel, dies at 60 from pancreatic cancer. Pan- 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 <clears throat> ah, I got a frog in my throat. Hello. Pancreatic cancer. Uh, so T's and P's to the Knievel family for that one. Michigan coach Jim Harbaugh says he will return in 2023 after having multiple interviews with the NFL. Do you think that's his decision, or do you think no NFL, teams, think no offered NFL him a job?
1: teams offered him a job? That's also
0: what I think. I think Jim Harbaugh wants out of Michigan worse than just about anybody else in college football right now. But I don't think he has any offers on the table. Uh, Sean Payton completes the interview with the Houston Texans. Billy, does he come back next year? And if he does, where do you think he lands?
1: That one's tough. Um, I think he would do wonderful in Denver. Um, him and let's think about this. The last time he had a undersized uh, quarterback.
0: mobile Mobile. this this guy's mobile too
1: i mean he had undersized mobile quarterback uh it's i think it'd be really dangerous to see what he can do with russ
0: i'm I'm with you on that one uh the australian open bans the russian and belarusian flags after a quote-unquote incident happened the other day the incident was that somebody hung up a russian flag um while while a Russian was taking on a Ukrainian, oh and the the official announcement from the Australian Open was this: flags from Russia and Belarus are banned on site at the Australian Open. Our initial policy was that fans could bring them in, but could not use them to cause disruption. Yesterday, we had a flag incident where a flag was placed courtside. Um, so I don't know why you'd let the flag in in the first place. I don't I I don't understand what they're mindset was there but essentially the flag was put you know courtside it was put on the court uh while a russian and a ukrainian were playing tennis against Nuts. each other I, yeah i don't i don't know that's that's all that's a that's a that's a whole podcast right there about about that and whole thankfully situation. we it's, don't need
1: to talk about politics I'm, on this podcast because people don't want to listen to podcasts po- politics on this podcast
0: and we don't have to I, I i don't know i don't <laughs> want to talk about politics because i don't know anything about <laughs> politics <laughs> uh vegas goalkeeper lanter I, I probably Lander. butchered that name yeah files for bankruptcy cites 50 million dollars in debt holy crap and i am trying to get to the exact amount but what i saw here it is his debt also includes missed payments for a collection of rare snakes he purchased for one point two million dollars in two
1: thousand
0: seventeen.
1: Awesome. <laughs> Just
0: awesome. <50 laughs> Billy, how do how do you spend one point two million dollars on rare That's snakes? I know. Like what the <laughs> hell, dude? He keeps his snakes in uh, a reptile farm in Plato, Missouri. (laughs) Of
1: course he does.
0: What a goofy dude. $1.2 million in snakes. Uh, And today in 1995, the LA Rams announced that they are moving to St. Louis, a move that will for sure stick, and they won't move back to LA in 20 years. Oh, no, wait, they did move back. Hey, uh... You got yeah, anything just, else to uh, add today? Yeah. The, Get me with
1: it. Thank you to everyone who listens to, um, have listened to our uh, Afternoon Drive with Five podcast. Uh, the Umbra Brown and the uh, Shane Lasser have great numbers, and we can't thank you guys enough for sharing it and doing everything. I think on SoundCloud alone, both of them are well up over 100 listens, and uh, that's just on SoundCloud. That's yeah, that's Apple, not our main platform that people anything, listen to. Either. Yeah, so awesome. I'm, I'm really thankful to hear that. Um, and we've got more to, to come. I think um, we've got four interviews this week that we're going to you know, space out over the, the next couple of weeks. Um, but I think this week we've got what, Timbo? Timbo's going to be coming out this week.
0: Yeah, no, we got uh, we got Timbo, Timbo uh, Coach Nix from Temple is going to be on there. And I believe uh, Mr. Rooster Russell. Uh, we also have interviews uh, set up today, so um, we're going to get those interviews done, right and Gordon, yeah, we'll we'll release them on a weekly Brad basis. Brad Gordon as well. That's right. That's right. Yeah, Brad so Gordon as We've well. got
1: we've got four interviews this week that will, like I said, will be spaced out. But Timbo's Timbo's interview will probably be dropped on Thursday at noon. Yeah. Yes,
0: that is when we are shooting for it. Yeah, Thursday Thursday around lunchtime.
1: Perfect. And then we interview um, Brad and Corey after that. So woo. Awesome.
0: Awesome. I'm excited. Uh, So look out for those. And then tomorrow morning, you know, same time, same place. We'll be dropping uh, the TM5 daily. So we will see y'all tomorrow. Same time. Same place. Shake your neighbors. Just Shake them. Shake your neighbors.